So, before this episode starts, I'd just like to apologise for the delay on it. We've had some issues with procrastination and with timing, with our schedules, getting them together. And we've also had some issues after the production of the episode with editing, which took a while for me to sort out because I'm not good with audio programmes. So anyway, on with the show. Hello, I'm Harvey. And I'm Patrick. And welcome to Cells and Silver, a world-building podcast. So today, what we're going to be discussing is the countries that have colonised this area, which you may have seen in the... Well, you'll have seen the area if you've watched the other episode on YouTube or looked in the doobly-doo. But on screen on YouTube right now, and also in the show notes, there will be a link to the political map. There are... Well, do you want to describe it? Um, well, there are... If you've seen the original map... Which we'll assume they have. Um, which is... I'll, li- I'll yes, link that which is well. all, which is all just the one green colour, base colour, we have, obviously if you know what a political map is, um, we have made the borders separate colours to signify different countries and colonies. We have the main four that we are going to be, or sorry, not four, five, that we are going to be talking about in today's podcast, but we also have a few... Four developed and one I spent about two minutes trying to think about. Yeah, so four, four and a bit, four and a bit countries that we have been creating over a few few days a uh, few weeks whatever well, over so, yeah ta- supposedly over time about a month supposedly a month and a half yeah sorry this is late by the way yeah we we've had... actually uh, you know what I'll, I'll just add an apology at the start let's forget about this let's go uh yeah so there's four and a bit uh countries that we've been developing so we've got this on the map we've got five different colors for them uh but we've also got a few separate islands dotted around the map uh, to, I only found out a minute ago that these actually existed, uh, to Three. signify oh, never mind. I thought you were other little uh, islands and civilizations and whatever. Yeah, these are um, colonies of three other European nations, like how they were briefly, well, briefly, Austria, the Knights of Spitler, uh, tried colonisation, and also Denmark had a small colony in the Caribbean. Did you really? I didn't know about that. Um, so yeah, do you want to go first? Are you going to be talking about yours first? One of yours? Sure. So, my three colours were, I believe, blue, yellow, and orange. Try to forget the colonial powers that they were associated with in real life. We I made the map before making the nations. I'll probably change it to be more appropriate to the countries. Anyway, I'm very apologetic. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to start off with what I've called Nation 3, but blue. Which is, what would you say, medium power here? Doesn't own a massive amount of land, but a decent amount. Maybe a bit less than red, considerable amount yeah. less than yellow, more than orange. And green. Yeah. So, 
The people of Nation 3 are a tall people, often with brown or red, red hair and green eyes. They have somewhat pale skin. A Nation number 3 man is usually strong enough by the age of 30 that they can take on 5 men with no trouble, making them a fierce opponent. Nation 3 was the first kingdom to attempt to recreate the might of the previous large empire that we've not thought about yet, <laughs> in which they were successful, but their kingdom was somewhat diminished in the years since, though they are still a much feared military power. Their foot soldiers fight in the garb of their clan, often a tartan pattern or repeated stripes in various colours, arranged by the state to be of high quality. Standard foot soldier equipment is a sabre and a flintlock pistol, often a rifle as well. Naval troops wear tartan of the inverse of their clan colours. Brown with green lines would be green with brown lines. Their standard equipment is a sabre and a flintlock, often a musket, never mind, that bit is used, that bit's on the wrong section. About the using a musket. Some of them will have a musket or a rifle. I'm not great with guns, so I don't know if rifles are appropriate for this era. I don't think so, but don't quote me on it. So their standard equipment is a sabre and a flintlock. Sorry for that mistake. Anything you'd like to comment on about that, or ask any questions about? I actually really like the idea of the uh, inverted colours for the yeah. tartan. Well, that's for the navy to differentiate them from the army. So, yeah, that's a good also, idea. Also, on I'm screen right now, if you're on YouTube version, if not, you're gonna have to look in a doobly doo for this. Um, there's going to be some artwork of a Nation 3 oh, soldier yeah. that was done by Nuo, who I, who there will be a link to the Deviant art of in, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, Deviant, Divine, I don't know, Deviant art, in the doobly-doo. Uh, go and check it out, great artist. Thank, thanks for yeah, helping definitely. out with Nuo. We are... I don't know if you're going to listen. but Yeah, we are definitely very grateful for him doing this and I just hope you'll carry on first of all the good work that he's doing and second of all for us um, so is that it for yours? Well was there anything else you wanted to comment on? Uh, it, I just think it's an overall I can't pick out anything I just think that's a good idea very good and you've gone into a massive and I also like how you've said uh, what a normal person would look like from that uh, country, and what. Yeah, don't expect this quality from the other two. Oh, or my two, to be honest. I you've gone into a lot more depth than I I've thought. heard about yours. You've gone into a lot of depth with history, haven't you? Yeah, with history and the history of the military and all that. Uh, Tell us for about one it, of them. So, for nation. Uh, two? No, mine's... Right, let's not bother numbering them, refer to them by colours. So the one we were just talking about was blue. Yeah. This one is... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, um, it's either green or red. Red, maybe? I think I remember red. I'm not sure. Um, right. But I kind of went... For a mix, I didn't really base this on anything, any nationalities, I didn't merge any backgrounds or anything, but I just came up with an idea and thought it was cool, so I went along with it. It's kind of a revolution 
it's a history that uh, it's a country that has previously been through a revolution and a massive civil war against republicans and monarchists so my nation was once part of another nation however when the general public grew to dislike the monarchy a revolution was created that quickly spread across the country developing into a huge civil war between the working class uh, and the monarchists however after many years I'm not really sure how many will expand on all of this, as well as the names and all that. Uh, the civilians prevailed, putting the leader of the rebellion in charge of the new country and changing the type of government to a republic. Now, uh, hold on. This is roughly 1715, are we saying? Yeah, I think we came up with that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the Netherlands became a republic in the 1600s, 1645, something like that. And France became a republic in the 1796, maybe? I'm not great on history uh, with dates and stuff. So it could be like anywhere between like 1600 and 1715, I guess. That was kind of the the age republic started to become a thing more. So yeah, that could be a representation of that then, of, of... Of just the new idea of a republic, then, or republic. Well, it wasn't a new idea, but the Becoming new more type well of republic. Yeah. Rather than being like a merchant serene republic. Mm. More, well, still merchant republics, because that's what the Netherlands was, but. And the. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. The colonist soldiers uniform, which is different to the mainland, I haven't really thought at all about the mainland soldier's uniform, but the colonist soldier's uniform, I don't know the name of it, but it is, I, I have an image of it, so it might come up on the YouTube, it might, whatever. You well, might if you have. send it to me now so I can see it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, like... if anyone has ever, you... uh, the only example I can say, sadly, is Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Um, Wait, did, did you... Do you actually have an image file, or do you mean like you're thinking about it? No, I've I've just sent it to you. Uh, Did you? Oh, so there we go. The, yeah. The Spanish uh, uh... Navy and colonist uniform that the Spanish use in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Imagine that, but green. I'm trying to go for that. Um, and they'll they'll also wear a hat, uh, like a tricorn hat, as they do. Or as everyone really did back then. Um, and for the history of the military and just the military in general, um, because the monarchists were the best trained soldiers and sailors, because they were well paid and well trained by the uh, by the kings and queens and royal guard and all that lot, the uh, country's military is greatly damaged. Uh, however, the monarchists that agreed to work under the new government started to train the rebels the same way they were trained. So with, well, very, very well. And uh, the existing fishermen also converted their ships into military ships. Um, and the monarchists' training, combined with the existing navy, means that the country's military is slowly growing stronger and growing in numbers. So can that's it for mine. Can I just ask, how many guillotines were involved in this? Um, overthrowing of the monarchy. Were there any guillotines, or is it a boring revolution? 
Um. Or how many? How many Rasputins were killed? Are we measuring this in Rasputins then? So yeah, sure. Let, let's make right. this an official sales and silver measurement of the level of uh, the degree of a revolution. Oh, I'd we can, say... we're going to measure it in Rasputin deaths. Oh, I'd say probably about five Rasputins. Five Rasputins. Yeah, that's one hell of a revolution. Oh right? yeah. What? Wait, did you say why they were so? Why they hated the monarchy so much? Um, well, I was thinking like poor living conditions whilst they're all in there. Must be really be a bloody massive wealth gap if it's five times Russia's. No, I was just. Or maybe these people are just like really angry. I was just making a joke. I was just making a joke. But so, uh, I don't know. Maybe. uh, Well, let's just go for a significant amount of the royals and nobles were executors, but the rest were kicked out. Can we we have like a percentage, roughly? Um, like a not not too range. A range between two percentages, so it's somewhere like I don't know, between forty and sixty percent or something. Um, I'd say that's actually quite. Uh, yeah. So I'd go thirty to fifty to leave half of them to go back to the mainland country, crying about the uh. Wait, did this revolution only happen in the colonies? Yes. Oh, so are they like split off then? American style? Yeah, why not? So, they're not really a colonial power anymore. Well, well, maybe not. Maybe so, because, as I said, maybe some of them, like the nobles and royals, stayed to govern. Uh, Maybe justly. Uh, And the uh, royal guard, like the monarchist soldiers stayed train so maybe they they'll come to an agreement maybe there was a yeah, treaty maybe. that was signed saying we're still like, a part of the country but you have yeah. to get out so yeah i'll right. look into that yeah like a bit of bit cheeky devolution yes autonomy for the win mhm so okay. what what about your next one so my next one <coughs> is Yellow. Um, Big one, then. Which I may at some points refer to as Nation 4. But I'll try and exchange that for Yellow. Mm. So, so what's this one about? I'm, I'm going to read what I've got on my document, then. Yeah. After, insert large ancient empire we haven't thought about yet, here, mm-hmm. collapsed. A kingdom stood in the Western lands for a few hundred years, continuing their culture, their language, and their later religion. However, this land was overrun by Vandals, not as in, like, Germanic Vandals, I'm just using it as a generic term here, who brought their culture alongside them. Instead of conquering the land they invaded, they simply settled there after half a century or so of looting and burning everything. Wishing to be in the land of hot sun and fresh fruit, and bitter oranges. The people of this land vary in looks and fashion. In the north, many tend to be of a large, pale nature, not unlike the people of blue. In the south, their skin is much more tanned, as the climate's a lot hotter and the land's less mountainous. In the northwest, 
The land is so mountainous that the people seldom have much contact with the others. So the pre-invasion cultures remain more significantly. People are pale with dark hair and small stature and keep a lot of the culture of ancient large empire. You've definitely thought about the, the different things I have, which is good. So we've got one side of um, one. So you've done the history, obviously. You've done the history of how other cultures yeah. kind of mixed and maybe one came dominant, one didn't. Um, but yeah, it's definitely good that you've done that part. I've done this part. I'm not going to say more, but I've done. Yeah. Oh, um, we've agreed. That... Wait, no, never mind. That's the, yeah. the one you've not talked about yet. Never mind. This this nation borders the nation that Harvey's about to talk about. Just to give some perspective, they also own some other. Um, lands in the continent in other areas that aren't of the same culture but some are fairly similar um i i was about to say i guess you could compare it to but this is where i took inspiration from spain in the renaissance owned southern italy and the netherlands i've Got rid of owning the Netherlands bit, replace it with like the equivalent of Greece. Did you say Northern Greece? So, or was it just the whole of Greece? Southwest. Southwestern, I think, but it doesn't really ma- doesn't really matter because I was just yeah, using yeah. that as a representation on a real world map. You you don't need to see that map because it's not actually yeah, it was part just of the world. It was just for us, yeah, a visual thing for us. I'll try and maybe get a map of not Europe at some point, but. I am not a good cartographer. So is so, that is that it for yours? Or? No. Alright, carry on. Uh, yellow is a dual monarchy, so there's a king and queen that rule with equal power. Which comes from time when two, two kingdoms that were there, of the same culture, united under one crown. But they couldn't agree who was going to rule. So they did it together. Is that not like Spain? Well, not not the uh. Yeah. Yeah. I I do have this country tagged as not Spain. We've um, taken a lot of inspiration. Both of our countries really. We've taken like my next one, uh, is kind of Spanish as well. So yeah. Um. In case you guys haven't noticed yet, we're not very imaginative. <laughs> So this first bit of the podcast is going to be quite, well, it's been quite difficult for us and it's going to continue to be quite difficult for us for a while. Although, what we've got coming next, I'm going to enjoy more. But yeah, he, yeah. Um, we actually talk, talk off. But off. anyway, can, can I just finish this and then yeah. we'll talk about off-topic things at the end? yeah. So the military of Nation Four is obviously globally feared because they're terrifying. Just loads of soldiers, well equipped, well trained, badass is the word so, I'm looking for. So did they maybe take over the rest of these islands that they have by force? Yeah, the the other lands that they own are generally taken by force, although one of them was to do with a crown dispute 
followed by a war. I'm looking um, forward to hearing about that, because that's my side of world building. Yeah, I, I haven't actually thought about that much. I've just kind of taken inspiration from EU4. Um, so, they wear purple coats, which represent their view of themselves as monarchs of the world. Oh, that's cool. So, like that. the the official title that you would address, the king and queen of yellow, by, is uh, monarchs of the world, or king of the world and queen of the world, in their language. I really like that. That's a good idea. Very royal. With is that just every every soldier who wears all their sol the all their soldiers wear purple? Yeah. So they kind of consider themselves. You can dis like distinguish lords. between groups with different symbols. It it's to represent the nation as being the monarchs of the world. Ah, right. But then yeah, the monarchs cool. are the monarchs of yeah the kingdom of the world. No, that 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 definitely puts them, or well, in their mind, puts them above everyone else. Yeah. That's, that's pretty damn terrifying. And rightly so, because they do have probably the biggest empire in the world at this point, or one of the biggest. Which you can tell by the map of their sheer power. Because as you yeah, say, they take def over definitely those. in this area, they yeah. are the, like the dominant force. And they own... They're in a considerable we... amount of the continent, above to the west and to the south. Mm. They're a bit less powerful in the other continents. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, do you want to possibly in future episodes or off-camera just for a discussion, uh, and then maybe we'll bring it in. Should we talk about the mainlands of wherever they come I from? Think... Or should we stick we can, solely We might be able to there? briefly go at it, but... I'm thinking maybe if we, like, I don't know if this will ever happen, but finish this, not the West Indies, but the West Indies, that looks like the East Indies, then we could go on to some of the other continents, maybe. Hmm. Although, uh, yeah, pro probably definitely... like the local ones. We'd, so. defi we, we, we'd definitely be more confident in talking about the countries that we've created, because we'll definitely know more about them and we'll feel like we well almost feel like it's a real country i hope by the end yeah of this. it's gonna be a lot a lot easier and we'll be a lot more confident with them once we actually have names and words yeah definitely which i'm not looking forward um, to making the words but gotta do yeah. it so <laughs> their navy is also quite powerful though far from the most powerful about 100, 150 years ago, they had flat out the most powerful navy in the world because they were very powerful and very rich. Kind of blew it by sending it into a storm several times. And is that then, not? Then having it burnt. Correct me if I am wrong, but is that not, again, what the Spanish did? Yeah, three Spanish armadas. They ruined their entire economy and filed for bankruptcy because they spent all their money on a navy to try and invade Britain. And they only managed to land 400 troops, which then turned around and left because they realised no reinforcements were coming. Hmm. And uh, I'm guessing... Are we, are we having, like, equivalents for Spain and Britain? 
are, are we not doing that or are we just creating random countries that will just say that one's more powerful that one's more powerful that one's more powerful well trying to stay away from like direct um so replicas. not really not really going yellow so yeah wouldn't say like yellow navy uh, uh only rivals <clears throat> with reds or something like that we're not doing that we're just we, we we could say that a bit later on once we have a better idea about each other's countries and and like we've discussed it more and like we can get actual numbers and stuff and you can teach me about boats yeah <laughs> is that it for your uh hold on their naval officers wear blue standard naval troops just wear whatever they can find afford so it's so so the ground soldiers are the... ground soldiers wear purple because yep. they're more important than the navy naval officers wear blue normal navy blokes wear whatever they, they just are. wear rags yeah pretty much anything they can find depending how rich they are can they not just use ground infantry ones well they can if they were in the infantry so do they, is it that they can't afford it or is it just that the kings like, and queen oh sorry king the, and queen well, of the world just don't allow them to wear you're it n you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to buy a military uniform if you're not in the military no I mean like cause surely if uh yellows kings and queens feel that they are the rulers of the world surely they want every troop of theirs yeah, but they, don't, they don't really care enough about the navy because it's not, it's not as symbolic for their country. It's kind of like a backup thing. And you don't tend to... You, when you look at a navy, like a naval blockade or something, you look at it and you think, damn, that's scary because you see loads of big boats with cannons. Yeah. You don't look at it and think, damn, that's scary because there's a huge crowd of men all wearing like bright purple uniforms. Whereas no, you would no, for the infantry, because they're not on a boat. The boat's the scary bit about the navy, not the man. No, I definitely get that. So, so the um, king and queens just kind of disregard the navy. Well, to some degree, obviously they still like fund it and try and improve it. Put their but priorities in the army. To... Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I get that. And a lot of their navy is focused around army transport and protection for army transport, rather than actual naval warfare and blockades. So are they the type of people that would care about convoys then, like trading convoys? Uh probably, yeah. So Though I guess we'll get to trade later on. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be So if if they did send out this important convoy of uh trading ships. It would be indestructible. It would be indestructible. So they have good chips. It's just they they don't. As really... in, like, if it was if it was important, they would like be able to protect it and have it be indestructible. But if it comes to going out taking on another nation's navy, they'd be screwed. Right. Um, I've got to try and remember my different types of boats from EU four. Uh, I've not even ever played it with the seventeen hundreds. What am I on about? Caravels and whatever, your lighter ships. Like a schooner or a sloop. Those don't sound like something I want to experience. Um, 
but like, your lighter ships, not like galleys though, because they're more like closer to the coast. But your lighter ships, they would have a lot of those, a lot of focus on those. Light ship versus light ship, these guys would be pretty tough to beat. Yeah, and they'd be like defending their merchants. But if they get into, a, if they like try and take on another nation's navy, but they have like, uh, carracks or whatever, they would be at this point. So it's like know, big, big heavy ships. Men of war, is that what they're called? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Men of war, they they wouldn't be able to beat. I know I keep going on and on about the navy, and I should probably move on. But so they do they have a big navy or? Uh, a fairly small one with fairly trained men. Kind of midway between the two. So they've got a fairly So it's like big a medium medium navy, decent sized. With a few good men and a few not not big enough as it's gonna bankrupt them. Yeah. And like decent men. So they're not gonna be like green cadets or whatever mm. the naval equivalent is. Is it still a cadet? The what, sorry? Uh, is it still a cadet if it's for the navy? Oh, uh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're helpful. Yeah, I'm an army expert. Um. Nowadays, yes, it's still a cadet. Right. I don't even know if cadets were a thing at the time. No, I'm sure they probably had some sort of academy. But um, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh yeah, they're not gonna have like green, untrained troops. Manning their ships, they're gonna have some degree of training, but it's not gonna be quite up to standard with the infantry, obviously. And they're gonna be a lot more disorganized. You do this to be useful, rather than we all need to be completely uniform, doing this at this exact time. And it's more, uh, you there, get over there. And you mentioned when we were just talking then um, that their navy wouldn't be so big to bankrupt them. Yeah. Is that meaning they've they've not got too much money, or they they're rich? Or... They have quite a lot of money, but just but navies are very very expensive. Mm. So they're 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 moderately rich then. Yeah, bit more than average, bit less. Probably, um, closing in on holy freaking hell. They're rich, so they're the they're the because they like power. own all the gold mines in yeah. New World. So they're they're definitely the superpower of the colony. Oh yeah, definitely. Although there may be hint hint to you, uh, some other country that's rising to be more powerful. And is quite close in power at the moment. Hmm. So, is that it? Uh, well, there's standard equipment, which is the same as for blue. So, right. do you want to talk about your green? Yeah, I uh, first of all just want to mention the the name of what I've put this uh, nation under. I called I it know. Roman Vikings, oh, which I mind. thought quite cool. Um, Hold on. Do you, did you end up naming one of them? What I suggested. How much was it? What was that? The procrastination. Oh. Because yeah, you the first you one. did 
all of the work that you had a month to do after you were meant to have done it. Yes, but in my defence, there was a lot of stuff that was going on in my life then. Yeah, um, Matt played Warband. There was that, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, some stuff with my grandparents, and then I was ill. So sorry about that. Sorry about it being out a bit later. But I'm hoping that it's uh, what you're expecting. Um, So, yeah, I called it Roman Viking as this one. So the history of it is, uh, I think, was it the, we discussed this one, by the way, so, um, yeah, it was the mainland country that was once part of the ancient large empire, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's not going to be the colonies, because... Yeah, because they, they just got it with the country. What? They just got what with the country? The the colony. The The colonies... Have only really been a thing for a few hundred years. Said ancient large empire collapsed over oh. a millennium ago. Yeah. Because if you've not realised, it's Rome. Yes, we are going off Rome. Um. So yeah, because we're once... creative and original. Well, this this whole world's not exactly. Yeah, I know, but like from our head. So we were just going off. Uh, past events. Yeah. Past. This world's more meant to be on on the details rather than. The vague bits. Yeah. So Which you're going to love. So it was once part of uh, the ancient large empire until the neighbouring civilization <coughs> invaded at the time when the empire was on the verge of collapse. Uh, and because of this, the empire felt that oh, no more... Can I just ask a question? Yes. With them being the neighbouring civilization, Yeah. but with them being Vikings, are yeah. they like settled from raiding from the north because it seems a bit odd to have vikings well i wasn't really going for like full-on viking i was going for just yeah but the, the whole viking thing is very northern and like their whole culture is inspired by the fact that they are far north well, yeah, we came from the north then, reading from the north. Um, you sounded really disinterested by that, I'm sorry. No, 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 it was just, I just hadn't really thought about it. So, and because uh, the empire was on the verge of collapse, it felt that no more of their nationality, I've just put in brackets nationality, because we, we have no idea what we're calling the empire yet. Uh, so, the empire not felt... Not Rome. Yeah, alright. Perfect, the empire not felt Rome. They're no not Roman. Roman... No more not Roman blood should be spilt, so they just handed the province I've put here to the invaders. And years later, so a millennium, didn't you say? Over a millennium. Uh, About thirteen hundred years. There's still signs uh, that the ancient large empire once owned that land. So there are still, like in uh, England today, you can still see Roman forts. And remains from sites and all that. And I would assume also how you can still see obvious romance input on Spain and Portugal. Yeah. yeah. Even though they were owned by, um, well, they were owned by Islamic caliphates for, I think, longer than they were owned by the Romans, actually. And the uniform is a lot less um, ordered and tidy and yeah 
Uh, it, so they just wear cloth of many colours, no set colour. Um, and that they are usually... like a logistical nightmare. Well, no, they're not going to be like, one's purple, one's yeah, yellow, one's no. all that. Well, that'd be an aesthetic nightmare. Yeah, definitely. Like, in a battle, if you're not all wearing the same colour, it's going to be very hard to identify who's yours. Well, no, because the enemy for say, them should be wearing their colour. Yeah, but say you're out shooting your enemy's peasants. I don't know, we'll work that out <laughs> later. Maybe uh, hats. Maybe they should wear exotic hats. <laughs> Maybe. Like and big feathers is, in or something. And this is only a first thing we can we can change this but so yeah it's cloth of many colors that they wear no specific color and they're usually seen with animals embroidered into their clothing to signify where they come from and who they fight for so that would be the uh thing to combat what you've just said there it's it's be very difficult to like identify people by the fact that they have an animal on them be a lot easier maybe, to see a as I say, we we may. But change. then again, maybe they're not rich enough for that. Maybe they aren't. Um, and they have organized infantry. Uh, but their main unit of soldiers is cavalry, and they are very I, good. Sorry. I haven't even mentioned cavalry at all in any of my documents. I've um, only just realised this. But they are very good, like stupidly good, possibly better than the uh, yellow. Like. Like uh, Macedonian cavalry compared to the rest of Greece and Anatolia. Well, it's not just cavalry. Sorry, but... sorry to uh, any anyone who lived in an empire that fell over two and a half millennia ago. Yes, we are sorry. Uh, Macedonia but... is not part of Greece. I am very apologetic. And sorry to any Greek people. I mean the ancient kingdom slash empire of Macedon, we are not, very sorry not Macedonia, the part of Greece, and sorry to anyone from Macedonia slash FYROM. Sorry about that as well. Let's forget about it. Um. So yeah, they have organised infantry. The main unit of soldiers is cavalry, but they are stupidly good, better than any of the colonies, possibly better than anyone in the world, at fighting with bayonets. So if they get close to their enemy, they're not going to Wildly Wait, jabbed. Your, your cavalry fight with bayonets. No, this this might just be anyone. So maybe. Oh know, right. The I thought I thought you meant the cavalry. I was like, uh, I mean, have no, you ever tried using a rifle on horseback? That's got to be difficult. Yeah, you can fire a rifle on horseback. Yeah, but like, imagine trying to move at high speed, direct a horse, and fire a primitive rifle. Yeah, probably. Actually, it probably wouldn't even be a rifle. It'd be a musket. Um, with a bayonet yeah, on it. <laughs> they are very good at fighting with bayonets. So if they get close to an enemy, or if the enemy's charging, they'll all... As a... Cavalry is useless against bayonets. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it, it, it It is. That's... If you hit a group of men with bayonets front on with your cavalry, boom, all your horses are dead. You've got to flank them. Well, there you go. Maybe this uh, nation so is... You better have fast, agile horses. Well, they're not, they're not going to hit their own cavalry, are they? No, I'm saying you better have fast, agile horses because everyone else is also going to have bayonets. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
And because of their organised infantry, they will do that like thing that you see on films and read about where uh, a small group of soldiers will come together, some will be crouching, some will be stood over them, and they'll all shoot at the same time. And then they can just immediately charge with their bayonets because they are expertly trained with doing that. So they are very good at close combat fighting. Do you have anything? Mm, I don't think I've got anything to say about that. Should we go on to your last mm, one then? There are a few pedantic comments I could make, but I won't. <laughs> so what about your last one? Right. So this one is going to take about 30 seconds for me to explain, because I barely thought about it and I was running out of ideas. It's very obvious where my inspiration for this one was. Don't even try and complain to me about it. Right. So this is Nation 5. Orange. Which already gives you a hint. Nation 5 has had many chances at living peacefully, but has failed every dice roll. The nation was originally inhabited by people not unlike those of Blue, but the area was invaded by a different group not long after the collapse of previous large empire, which it was not part of. It was then ruled for many years by another nation, which was ultimately merged into Nation 3, leaving Nation 5 independent for the first time. It established a kingdom, began colonising, and attempted to involve itself in major world affairs, which, by this point, it's like, kind of succeeding in involving itself with, but it's only just starting to, starting to get involved with that. So, before now, it's been like, hey, hey, Blue, I see that you have a dispute with Red. Do you want me to get involved with that? And Blue was like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, uh, just wanted to listen. There is going to be a lot of that kind of thing. Cause that's just how I am as a person. They specialise mostly in the Navy, but also have a somewhat significant army. Bit, A little bit puny, but... It'll do. Good enough so, to defend. So the the navy is very much like the uh, the Dutch navy. Yeah. Well, that was before this time, wasn't it? Seventeen fifteen. What, what the Dutch navy? The yeah, like the height of the Dutch navy. Yeah, but the Dutch have were still quite powerful with the navy for a while after. Definitely taken over by uh, East Indies. Indies. East Indies, they were oh yeah, 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 main definitely. naval power. Uh, Western Hemisphere, they would have had basically no influence because all they really owned um, after this point. I may be wrong with the dates for this, but New Amsterdam slash New Holland, um, Curacao, Saint Martin. There's another one I can't remember the name of, and Suriname. Uh, so yeah, they wouldn't really have much influence there, but they're very, very naval. And, yeah. Their nation's usually represented by the colour orange, as often as is physically possible. Their ships fly orange flags, sometimes have orange sails, for the, the more elaborate ships. Yeah. Their sailors wear orange, possible. their army wears orange, oranges are their national fruit. Nice. Even though oranges don't grow in this country. They should do, shouldn't they? If it's supposed to be Caribbean-y. 
No, not, not, not the colonies. Oh, not the colonies, sorry. Right, I'm talking about the mainland bits, you're talking about colonies. We are on two very different wavelengths here. Well, that might be good or bad, I don't know. You can talk about one thing, I'm talking about the other. Who cares? Yeah. We're meant to be kind of general, so we're both in the wrong, but... Nah, you can... Don't matter. Yeah, just a lot of orange. So, if you're really out of touch with the world, um, this is obviously the Netherlands. Yeah. And wasn't uh, William... Was he king? He was king, wasn't he? Uh, no. Well, William of Orange was king of England. Yeah, I was just about to say. He, he was he king was of England, William and of he established independence for the Netherlands from Spain. But I oh, don't think right. he was a king of the Netherlands, because they established a republic. Though I may be wrong, I'll, I'll need to look into Dutch history at some point. So, yeah, he, he was called William of Orange. I don't know. Even though that's... Orange is in southern France. Well, actually, he was William of Orange Nassau. Nassau being in Germany, and Orange being in France. Not Nassau. Neither of which are... In the Bahamas. That was named after William of Orange Nassau. Was it really? Yeah. That's awesome. I never Not, knew. It. it wasn't named after Nassau, it was named after a guy from Nassau. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. So, anything you want to ask about this country so I can develop it a bit more? Because I got nothing. Um, I think that's pretty solid, to be honest. There's a lot of information on the uniform and the colours and the national fruit, even. That much detail. So that's... Yeah, that's just me trying to emphasise the orange thing. Well, it works. Yeah. So definitely keep that. Emphasise as Hail the Satsuma. So yeah, it's, it's very, very solid, very good. And you've come up with backstory as well, how it... Yeah, good. Very good. Cool. So... Are we done then? Well, all of your... now, insert sound effect if I can find one online. We can go on to the slightly more off topic bits, meta kind of thing. We're not going to go like full, oh, so how's your day been? It's going to be more, this is some information about the podcast. So, um,. Yeah, you you take the lead then, I don't know where you're going. Right, so, what we're going to do for next time. Now, we've already got, the, well, I've, I've already planned out the first couple of things, which was this, and the thing I'm talking about now, but at a point we're going to start coming up with ideas for what we're going to do next time, actually in the podcast. That's going to be when we get into the more discussion-y, episodes rather than yeah. talking about what we've done outside of episodes so yeah we'll, we'll actually be developing countries and and relations actually on the podcast yes but next time well what we're going to be doing for next time is some basic conlanging and Just... if you don't know what that means how are you part of the world building community no um it's making a language yeah constructed language which I love. I love languages. I'm not a big fan, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. All we're going to be doing is the phonology and the phonotactics, though. Not so, yeah, grammar. Just the basics. Not grammar and not making words. We're going yeah, to be doing just, this just the basics to be able to name up. things. Yeah. Then later on, we'll be making words. Now, I need to do this for three languages. You need to do it for two. Yeah. 
uh, I've already got one. I've got the onset and the coda done. If you don't know what that means, don't worry. I can link to a conlanging series if you want in the doobly doo. Uh, I'm going to be teaching Harvey yeah. how to conlang. I've already been given a few links as well so that I can look for. A few. Look into, sorry. A lot. Um, <laughs> no, it's only a few. But, yeah, so you can't really leave this until the end of the month. Because this takes quite some time. Yeah. So, but we are only. I've already, as, as I've already say, spent a, I've already spent a good few hours on it, and it's also going to involve a lot of making stupid noises. Yeah, which is fun. You were actually doing it the other day. When yeah, we were. We were talking to other we, friends. Yeah, and, uh, and in we the were background. on we were on Discord. In the background, you could yeah, I was just there making stupid noises, trying to work out what sounds are physically possible. I kept so on I like, imitating him. Kept on imitating him as well. But he was doing. Oh god, it's funny. And it will be even. But you're going to be doing that with everyone watching. Uh, I'm not going to be testing sounds with people listening. Oh, you've got to. And I'm not going to be testing sounds because I'm going to do that outside the podcast. I'm going to do examples of the physically possible sounds, but I'm still going to sound like a crazy Dutch man with a speech impediment. Yeah, most likely. So, uh, is... just to the point, the the comment about the Dutch isn't a derogatory thing towards the Dutch. My language is based on Dutch, kind of. So bit. it is getting on a bit now. We have been going for about fifty minutes. So we've got I a reckon... couple of other things to talk about. Though. All right, carry on then. So, if you haven't already, oh, and that's... you can stand the medium, make sure that you subscribe to our subreddit r slash sales and silver and we cannot stress enough that you join our discord yeah discord is the most important part of this we'll be able to discuss things uh you can ask us how things are going you'll be able to see when we're recording there's a couple of people on the discord already yeah well two of them so yeah a couple and they can can they can see that we're recording now because we're in a channel and we have a thing called live cast that we're going to be doing at some point uh I'm being hip and with it by combining the words live and podcast into live cast. I'm doing hand gestures, you can't see them. I've been doing them for 50 minutes. Yeah, same. So, we have a channel on Discord where we can talk and other people can join the channel but they can't speak. And so you'll be able to hear what we're saying and you'll be able to talk in the live cast text channel. Where, which we'll be reading constantly, so we'll be able to talk to you whilst we're discussing matters. Yeah, and you can give us tips, we can give you tips if you have suggestions about anything. Uh, and so that, if, if that... you want us to set up uh, some kind of Sales and Silver link on any social media, we can do that. Um, there are a couple I might have to leave to you because you might understand them all. Like, I have no idea what Snapchat is. <laughs> yeah, um, so we'll, we'll so, get to that side but, of the podcast Yeah. Uh, yeah. a bit later. But Subscribe to the subreddit as well, because then you'll see whenever there's a new episode out, and you'll be able to get links to every medium of it on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely join the Discord, join the subreddit, and please subscribe so you don't miss anything. 
of Zells and Silver. We need you up to date on everything. Because <laughs> these are quite long episodes, so if you <laughs> it's fine if you want to go through and look through all of the uh, episodes so you can get caught up, but just subscribe and do, and subscribe to the uh, subreddit or whatever you do on Reddit. Yeah, you subscribe to the subreddit. And definitely, See, we're, definitely. We're, between us, we can pretty much manage social media. <laughs> yeah, and definitely, definitely join the Discord. It's I I can do Reddit and he can do everything else. Yeah, so well, I hope that we will see some more on Discord and more subscribers and more what are they call red redditors are they redditors redditors Reddit? redditors or readers. Hold on, I can check the subreddit because I think I might have changed what they're down as on our subreddit. Can you do that? Also? Uh, you can change what it says when someone's online, although. That's to do with CSS, which didn't work. No, it just says readers and users here now, because I, um, I tried to get CSS working and it just broke it. So yeah, we I hope definitely to see more. Also, of you guys here. Uh, if you need to communicate to a, well, if you need to communicate with us but don't want to use Reddit or Discord, or um any other social media that we end up setting up. You can email us anything that you want to say at salesandsilver at gmail.com. So, I think. that does look like we are all done. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Hold on, there's just this one more thing I want to talk about. It's this epic war between green and blue. No, I'm joking. Right, so, that is all for today's Sales and Silver. We will see you guys in the next video where we will be doing Konglang. Yeah. Yay. Right, so we will see you guys next time. Goodbye. I've been Pat. I've been Patrick. I've been Harvey. This Goodbye. has been Sales and Silver. <laughs>